my simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Hey, it's Zuko and Kayla from The Wake Up Call. Enjoy your podcast, but when you're done, don't forget about us. We have a radio show. We try to bring a smile to your face every morning. We also talk to some of the hottest country stars of today, and we like to share some good news with That's What I Like. Because Lord knows that's hard to find. When you're done podcasting your podcast, listen to us at 92.3 WCOL. Set your preset on your radio right now, and don't forget you can listen to us online on the iHeartRadio app. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Legit Check. I'm your host, Yeezy Busta. I am here with an old friend. We met a very long time ago, and it's funny because people don't know the story. People don't know. This is Swade Brooks. Hi, guys. I'm Swade Brooks. I've known him for, what, five years? And he texted me. He said, come on the podcast. I said, there's absolutely no way I'll miss that. <laughs> so now I'm here, and we're going to have a good conversation. I'm excited to talk to you. Yes. So first of all, let's start off. Like, Who are you? I know it's a really hard question. Like, who are you? What do you do? I'll give you the rundown. Go ahead. The whole rundown. Let's so I'm 18 years old. Uh, my name is Swade Brooks. I'm from Las Vegas, Nevada. I do a lot of different things. I, I think my main thing is just inspiring people. I love to inspire people in all different types, whether it's on social media or just in real life. I go to schools. I speak to schools about you know my trials and tribulations of what I've gone through as a kid. I'll probably get that get into that further on in the episode, but... I talk about bullying, I talk about sexual harassment, I talk about things that are actually real and that people need to learn about. That's so. awesome. I also make YouTube videos. That's like where I started. <laughs> I make beauty and fashion videos. I've been on YouTube for five years, which is insane. I started when Bethany Moda, Stila Babo 9, Michelle Fawn, Tyler Oakley. Wow. When those were like, they still are. They're still doing amazing. But that was like my generation and YouTube changed my life. So... That's I'm very awesome. grateful for it. But yeah, that's kind of a little bit just I love beauty. I love makeup. I love fashion. And I just love inspiring young girls to push through and know that you're not alone. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's an amazing intro. I love that. Oh, so, thank you. So, well, let's let's just rip off the Band-Aid right off the start. Yeah, let's do so, it. So it's, it's a really interesting story because I'm, I'm very like interested in hearing how it all kind of like took off for you. Absolutely. Because... We met, I think it was longer than five years ago, because I'm 22. I didn't know you were 18. I just turned 18. Okay, so I, I think I was a freshman in high school, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And it was so random. We met. So then I must have been like 11 years old, 12 years old. <laughs> that sounds so Wild, bad. Just, just running on the beach, so, just wilding out. So if you were 11, then that means I was like either 14 or 15, yeah, depending you were on young. the time of the year. I mean, you and Kale were both young. We yeah. were all young kids just having fun on the beach. Yeah, it was It was so random. We'd like ran into you guys and you had one other friend with you. It wasn't I just think you I had my sister. little. I think I had my little cousin, Gabriella. Or I, I don't. Yeah, I think it was maybe. Gabriella. It was Gabriella. <laughs> That's crazy. So so we met on the beach, just hung out, like yeah. literally just, what were we doing? I don't even remember. Just We were doing stunts. Taking we were photos. Playing, yeah, I think we were playing. Oh my God, I wish I could find those photos. So that's crazy. And and then we basically, we lost touch. We lost touch. Didn't see you for years. Ever since then. So that was nine years, years ago. ago. That's crazy. And I that's didn't, but that's the thing. I didn't see you for eight years. I know. And I, I, I would always ask my sister like, oh, whatever happened? Because we would always meet boys on the beach. Yeah. It was always like a thing that always just yeah. come up and we'd have fun, whatever, go in the water. And I always asked about you. Always asked about you and Kale because we would, we were making videos on the beach. We were listening to music. And next thing you know, eight years go by and I'm on Instagram and I see this kid blowing up <laughs> making busting people for sneakers for <laughs> fake sneakers i'm like i know those eyes yeah. i'm like i know this half part it was just took me a while to register it's it's interesting because a lot of people are like yeah i, I you know i recognize your eyes and i'm like mm, i don't know if i'm that distinguishable am i no you're not that distinguishable. Well, hold on i think it's i'm sorry for cutting you off but i no, think it's, it's more fine. so like if you know me then you could 
right off the rip. If you know, you know. You know right. what I'm saying? If you know, like, the, yeah. right. You have to, <laughs> you know like, really examine it. It did yeah. take me a while. I didn't know. At first, I was like, mm, I don't know if that's him. And then my sister was like, I swear that's him. <laughs> I remember that day. And now it's come full circle. And now we're here. So anyway, how did you get to the point where you are today? Because I know you probably have the same question for me. Absolutely. So let's hear first from you. So when I was 12 years old, I was severely bullied throughout middle school by this family. And they were my family friends. Wow. And I went through a very, very rough, rough, rough life when I was a kid. Um, I had to file, like I had to get the police involved, have restraining orders, lawsuits against these people. And it really just messed me up as a kid. And... I would come home every single day, sob my eyes out of my bed. I would, didn't eat. I had a really bad eating disorder. I literally, I attempted twice. Like, oh my gosh. I was, I put my parents through hell because I didn't, I wanted nothing to do with life when I was going through all of this. Oh my gosh. And I'm it so like, sorry. it didn't just affect me. No, I'm so, I mean, again, I'm so grateful that it happened because if it didn't, I wouldn't be sitting here where I am. Right. But yeah, so going through that at that age, I'm so blessed and grateful that I did it that like back then because now these people are going through these problems at 28 29 30 years old and i youtube was just such an outlet for me i would come home and sit and watch these girls put on makeup for hours and i absolutely fell in love with it and i was like okay if i'm learning all these beauty tricks if i'm learning how to do the perfect eye perfect contour then why don't i do it myself and i started my youtube channel i was just posting consistently i didn't even know you could make money again i was 12 years old so I was just doing it because it was an outlet for me. And I knew if I wasn't doing that, I would be getting into something way worse and way more just not good for right. me, you know? Yeah. So YouTube became like my thing and it was my hobby. Um, I was a cheerleader and dancer growing up. And I just always had this like very business savvy mindset. I was always hustling, trying to make my money. Because I hated <laughs> asking money from my parents. Respect. So I once I found out like... So I did YouTube for like a whole year. My parents didn't even know until like... Slowly, it started, you know, building. And I was in Target one day, and this little girl came up to me like, oh, my God. This is the first time someone had ever come up to me in public. And she's like, oh, my God, I love your videos. And my mom's standing right there in Target. And she starts freaking out because she's like, oh, my God, why does this person want a video, a picture <laughs> with you? Like, no, yeah. we're not doing that. Keep walking. And then I had to tell her, like, hey, Mom, <laughs> I have a YouTube channel <laughs> that's pulling in a lot of views. People are enjoying it. And the next thing you know, it turned into this full business for me and it completely changed my life. Like it, if it wasn't for YouTube, I would be dead 100%. And I can wow. say that because it's like, it's real. It's true. That's really deep. Like if it wasn't for an outlet that just like that, to be able to talk to people on like an emotional level from all around the world, I, yeah, I would be out. I'd be out by now for sure. So do you think that, that whole experience when you were younger, like, um, first of all, I'm so sorry. Like, I hate, um, yeah, I hate I mean, bullies. Trust that's me. That's why I go to schools now because these kids are going through it 10 times worse than what I went through. Like, back then when I was, not even back then, it was a few years ago when I was in sixth grade, seventh grade. Phones were, okay, they were a thing, but now with social media and everything, you can't escape from it. Like, mm -hmm. these kids are dying day by day because of these people on the internet saying negative things or this girl saying a horrible thing to you in the bathroom. Like, it's just not cool. And people like, there's a stigma around it now. It's like, Oh, if you're depressed, you're this, you're that, if you're dirty, whatever. It's like, no, these people are actually going through it. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like, you might, and with me, I'm, I'm a young girl. Like I'm 18 years old. I'm just like every other 18 year old girl. So it's like, I might as well stick, like share my story and tell them, Hey, I've been through it. I've been through hell and look where, I mean, I'm not saying look where I am now, but there's an outlet. You can find something to make you happy. You've you just got to find your purpose. And I Absolutely. think, I, I mean, I'm getting there. I'm, I haven't found my purpose 100%. I'm a young girl, but I'll eventually get there. Absolutely. But yeah, YouTube, YouTube was like the thing for me. It was my niche. And then after that, that just brought more opportunities in like the modeling world. I started modeling and like that was a very new thing for me too because it was a whole nother ball game. But I think modeling, modeling has a cap on it. Once you're 25, you're out. And I thought, I don't want to be tapped out by 25. Like, I want to build myself into a brand. I want Suede to be a brand. I want to be able to, you know, sell things, have product lines, do licensing deals. Because if I can inspire young girls, then I know, I know they'll be able to, you know, come on my video and be able to find something that'll make them happy. Like, if my video makes them happy, that's, that's I did my job. 100%. Like, I, I stand I'm behind cool that. off that. Yeah. 
it doesn't matter about the money it doesn't matter about any of that if i make a little girl stop her from cutting herself or doing horrible things then i did my job the money's cool okay cool i started this as a hobby it still is my hobby yeah. i still look at it as a hobby mm-hmm. the money okay i don't need that much at 18 years old yeah totally that's why i also say save your money kids save 95 spend five yeah <laughs> well yeah no i i respect that 100 percent because like w- growing up i i actually got bullied a lot too when i was in middle yeah. school it was really bad it's horrible it's, these it's kids terrible. are horrible absolutely horrible and like i hope no one ever goes through the things that these kids are going through now like especially in middle school and high school like these kids are evil i know i know it's bad it's just like it's just a time when like you know, their bodies are changing the hormones, hormones and everything. like, you know, it's just like, and I was horrible when I was, a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I was the, oh my God, I was an asshole to my mom. I was, yeah. I had no, that's why I left my house at 15. Oh, I also moved out at 15. That was like a big thing. Wow. Okay. So I moved out to LA when I was 15. <laughs> Jeez. I'm like trying to like timeline this to make it make sense. But okay. yeah, so I started my YouTube channel, uh, 12 years old. I was doing it for, I was going back and forth to LA, back and forth. I was missing school i was like oh my god this is like turning into a full-time thing and i once my parents saw the money come in they realized okay wait she's actually onto something like she can actually do this because no one was really making money off of youtube back then five like five years ago now everybody wants to be a youtuber everybody yeah. wants to be an instagrammer it's a thing it's a trend yeah but back then it was like i didn't even know that mm-hmm. i was just doing it because it was fun yeah totally and little girls could relate to it so i was like oh I like this. Well, that's great that you're actually using your platform for for good. For you know? good. Yeah. There's so many shallow influencers nowadays. Like, it's I, I don't even want to call them influencers anymore because I hate that word. But it's like there's so many people on Instagram that show off. It's just a highlight reel, you know. Like yeah. it's just people. Again, I, I'm 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 guilty of this. Everybody's guilty of this. They only want to show the good parts of their life. Yeah. And that's normal because you build a wall up and you build a filter. But once you are able to break that filter down and break that wall down, that's when you become more successful because you have to be vulnerable in this business. You have to be. Especially if you want to build something, people want to be able to feel like they can relate to you and they feel like they know you. They want to know like, oh, what's going on with this? What's going on with this? And you might not think it's interesting, but to other people, I always tell people this, you might not think it's interesting, but to other people, they find it like i made a video with, it was like a, a day in my life. It was like a morning routine. And I made sure that I put every single step. Because you might not think that people are interested in like what kind of toothpaste you use, but you never know. A, a month later, Crest could come up, come email <laughs> you and say, hey, 30,000, one video. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. cool. <laughs> yeah. Because people love to know what you're doing. Yeah. Whether it's like the smallest things of, oh, I'm ma- I'm making a salad. I'm brushing my eyebrows like the smallest things people are so interested in you might not think it but it's true yeah i always thought that was a bit odd that's why vlogs are so big i know and like i never really understood it because growing up like i always like funny enough like my favorite youtuber growing up was shane dawson me too and like my all-time favorite yeah like i don't really watch him anymore i have i've watched like a few series now he's definitely changed yeah like before i used to watch when he was like shenane and like doing like funny dumb shit and like that's what i was into but i never really was into like oh let let me see like you know but that that's just me so i never really understood it so i always found it weird whenever i posted a vlog even though it's so dumb like oh what what kind of socks do you wear yeah what kind of, like what car do you drive like it's it's i always thought it was weird house tours are the biggest videos on youtube yeah, i've never done one but it's things like that to make them feel like they're part of your life once right. you once you have a cult following yeah you can run with that for as long like to until you die because yeah. these people are going to be ride or dies for you anything you come out with anything you drop they're there no yeah. matter what and it's hard to build that but the only way to build that is to be vulnerable and to be relatable totally no, like, yeah, no, I I love every single one of my supporters. That's all, what I'm saying. I respond all to all my messages. I respond to all my comments. Like it's because because yeah. at the end of the day, they're the reason that you're making money. There's the reason that you have the life that you have. Yeah. So you got to be. You got to show love. Always you got to support back. You got. You have to. Absolutely. That's why I love going to school. That's what my favorite thing. Yeah. Because these kids are like, some of them may might, may not even know who I am. But when I first started going to high schools and speaking. I was a junior. I was a junior in high school, but I, I've done online school my whole, until up until like seventh grade, I've done online school. Okay. So I did high school all online. 
and I would go into these schools. Mind you, I was a junior, and I'm speaking to these high schools. So there's a whole section of seniors that are older than me. Yeah. And that was like the first thing I would always say when I come in there. I'm like, hey, <laughs> you guys, I know you guys are older than me, but I think I got a little bit to say. Right. No, totally. But it's important to be a role model. You want to feel like, I mean, with people that I follow, I always want like, there's certain influencers that I love that I'm like, oh, I want to see what they're up to. What are they doing next? Yeah. And you can see the consistency. Totally. Like, Every, you have to be on the grind 24-7. If you're not, people are going to forget about you and move on to the next person because there's always somebody right behind you. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, they make better content. Oh, they make this, that. Totally. You just got to, it's consistency. Yeah, YouTube say that is, is really cutthroat, you know? Very. It's like... They have no chill. YouTube so, has no chill. No, not at all. And, and it's crazy because I... I'm very notorious for taking breaks. Like right. I, I, me too. I, I took a year break. I, I stopped YouTube for a whole year. That, I wanted nothing to do with it. I, I haven't done a year. I've done a couple months at a time. Mm-hmm. And I'm surprised like, and like, like I said, I, I like, I love my supporters to death because I, I literally will post a video after like not posting for a, a month and it'll still, of course, it'll still views, do great. Right. And I'm like, what? Like, and it just, it, it's a blessing, you know. And everyone who's listening to this, like, I love you guys because you guys are like, yes, amazing, we love you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> yeah. So, kind of like segueing off of, um, you know, you speak speaking at like high schools and stuff. Yeah. So I know you mentioned about the whole bullying thing. Obviously, yeah. that was a big part of your life. Absolutely, it changed it, my life. It was honestly a very big part of my life, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's why I'm so thick skinned now. I know you get. Course. fucked up shit all the time of course because i because i do absolutely you know? and it really changes you as a person and i don't condone bullying anything's the most, most terrible thing mm-hmm. on this earth i hate it but it's interesting how it like changes you as a person you it, know what i mean it, i mean it just when i remember when i got my first hate comment or i remember when i got my first you know yeah constructive criticism or whatever and when i first received those i was like okay it's time to stop i don't want to do it no more no really yeah because it I didn't know how to handle it. People were critiquing me, but they didn't even know me. Like yeah, they no. knew they knew ten minutes of me, but they didn't know who I really was. Yeah, and it's but and I think it's also like life lessons teach you that too. Like I had to go through so many things, like negative press. I've dealt with so many scandals on the internet. Not even like bad ones, but just things that are just false that people like to say and right. do. Trust but me. you have if you don't have thick skin then you're just, you literally are going to get deplenished like completely in this industry. You cannot like care what other people think of you. I know it's like, it's really cliche to say, but it's like, you just have to do you. Yeah. And if you do you and you keep doing you and you don't let nobody stop you, just go. Yeah. Let your wings (laughs) fly. Just do it. Yeah, absolutely. No, I I agree with you a hundred percent. I think it's just so, so it it is disheartening to see stuff like that. It hurts. But, but. I don't know. I, I just got to the point where whenever I see that, like, I don't, I don't care if someone calls me ugly because they can't even see my face. Right. But so, then also like ugly is like, or, really? That's all you like. Or it's like ugly, fat. It's just like the stupid. Gay but, is always the one everyone always. Is, oh, dude, you're just gay. It's like, okay, dude, first of all. It's like, you don't even know me, bro. Yeah. And, what? And, and it's like, okay, first of all, I'm going to clear up all the rumors right now to all the haters. I am not gay. Okay. But even if I was, who gives a shit? Who cares? Why are you, why or, is it their business? Or if I am fat, who gives a shit? Or if I am ugly, who gives a shit? And also, you know people what I mean? don't understand how harmful things like that can affect you. Totally. Like, when I was a kid, I remember going into modeling agencies and they telling me, oh, you need to lose 20 more pounds. That's oh, terrible. you need." To, and mind you, I was already 120 pounds. So they're telling me, okay, you want me to completely shave my hip bones off to get a 34 to fit these what yeah and And like that stuff it traumatizes you it traumatizes you as a kid that's why my sister had the most gnarly eating disorder i had like i went through it because people don't understand that like those words and when it's constantly in your brain and like of course i'm i'm the type of person i see a thousand positive comments then i always see that one and i'm like are you yeah uh, trust me and it's so i hate i hate that i it's like that but this industry is just like you if you don't have thick skin people are you're just going to get destroyed totally it's it's horrible so i mean as as creators the only thing we could do is just try to influence people to be to not do that to not do it and to be good people and also i think it's important to not to only influence people not to do it but i also think it's important to influence the people who have been bullied to not 
take it so personally or to just say fuck them agreed you know what i mean because i think because no matter what it's gonna happen it's gonna happen mm-hmm. and, and and it's so terrible to say but it's just human nature mm-hmm. you know just how like men um you know can be like combative towards each other or like make fun of each other or like roast or whatever and women could be catty and like uh, you know what i mean it, it just it's a constant battle it, and it's never gonna end but mm-hmm. there's a difference between you know, being like, haha, dude, you're just an idiot or you're fucking ugly. Go kill yourself. There's like a complete. That's, a, that's you know, a, such a fine. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? There's a difference between like, cla- like clapping back or whatever. There's like, ro- again, roasts are popular. Yeah, uh, dude. Or like, all I do is roast my friends yeah. and they roast me back and it's cool. And it's, it, but it, but that's, but that's the thing is that you've, you've built, you've built that relationship up with, up with them to do that. And there's no personal shit. It's just and like yeah, all even, yeah, and even if it is personal, it's like you guys look at it. It's funny. It's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Because you guys are just attacking each other and it's cool. And like yeah. all you're doing is trying to bust each other's buttons because yeah. you are that close yeah. and you've built that, you know, relationship. But when it's somebody, a random kid in Louisiana saying, oh, I'm going to find your address and come. What? Yeah, I know. Like you're that bored. And I always think about that too. It's like at the end of the day, these are just little kids. You go to, most of the time. You go to their profiles and it's not even a profile picture and they have two followers. I know. I know. Because, because they're because making a certain people, account. like, if you think about it, nobody, no influencers and no influential people would ever do something like that. I mean, it's happened in the past, absolutely. But for the people that I look up to, like, people that are my inspirations, I would never see them go comment on somebody's photo and say that things because they've learned that lesson. But these, this new generation coming in, these, Come on, these twenty twenty babies! Like, yeah. it's gonna be a whole nother ball game. And you, as long as you're starting the trend now, and as long as you're speaking about it now, like I speak about body positivity all the time because I, I want to remind these girls that it's okay to be curvy. It's okay to look the way you look. It's okay to eat what you want. Like, don't, you shouldn't punish yourself for that. Yeah. And because a lot of these girls are have struggles with eating and things like that like and it's important to be relatable and say hey i have it too and look i'm trying and i'm working out to be able to conquer that yeah and as long as you see people that are trying even when i watch a video of somebody waking up at 5 a.m and having a super productive morning or whatever i get inspired because i'm like oh i want to do that too yeah so as long as you're setting that example i mean that's all that you can really do to help these young kids you know go through with the things that they go through no, absolutely. And everybody has problems. Everybody has family problems. No shit. Everybody has like... 110%. But there's yeah. a stigma around it to not talk about it. And like to like... It's sad. Be like, oh, I'm, I'm doing this, this, this. I'm making... Like, no, like you can clearly tell that person's going through it, but they just don't want to talk about it. Yeah, no, absolutely. So it's cool to like open up and like be like, okay, yeah, same. Because then you can... I feel like you build a relationship off of that. No, absolutely. Definitely. Instead of just talking about shallow stuff, like how's the weather outside what's the point <laughs> where are we gonna get with that yeah of course of course i think it's really important to have deep conversations and trust me I, i've had four today so I can't. Oh and, my and it's great no no and I, and I love it and it's it's great and i, I i'm gonna uh, go home like you were saying yeah. uh, and i'm gonna go home and literally just think about everything that i you know learned and it's it, it digest right? you know so you mentioned something about sex trafficking so yeah. obviously that is a very real problem it's mm-hmm. terrible it's disgusting it's crazy and i i interviewed this lady yeah and i had no idea about this industry and i had no idea the extent that this industry has but yeah i talked about it so i started so i didn't even think of starting this series on my channel but now it's it's actually turning into a series everyone so stay tuned i got more (laughs) videos coming for you but i made so my mom called me one morning and she was like hey i know this lady named lena walter she um owns a sex trafficking foundation here in las vegas and she like saves lives all around the world of these kids that are sex trafficked and like brought into this industry. Yeah. I think last year brought in $40 billion and it's a 40 billion Jesus. a year, but listen, it's cash only. It's all cash. Yeah. So, so there's probably a lot. That's 40. When I heard that number, she told me that. It's probably, more. Like, it's probably more. Absolutely more. But she was yeah. telling me it's hard to deal with statistics because you can only deal with statistics if you catch them yeah you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so it's all there's probably so much more out there but yeah, that's terrible sat with this lady i just I, I had so many questions for her because being my age being from las vegas las vegas is the number one most sex traffic place to live like going to really? malls going to yes absolutely wow. because it's i mean you, there's so many things that that can happen in vegas that just go under the like 
yeah the under the radar mm-hmm. but i ha- i just sat down and talked to her about like okay what do you think of this how do we stop this what's the cause of this and she was she told me that the main cause is child pornography and how like Ugh. that is the reason that these kids are being sex trafficked and she told me the process like she know this girl told me the process of like how they take these women like these ladies these little girls from oh like gosh. malls for example this one like the, the survivor she told me she met this man at a mall and he was like oh you're so sweet so beautiful oh, i'll buy you some stuff whatever next thing you know turns into his boy like they were dating at that point and oh i'll be your boyfriend whatever next thing you know she's sex trafficked she's taken out across the country and sold like Jesus. and it happens like that and yeah i don't know growing up i watched all the, do you know what taken is have you ever yeah, watched movie taken so growing up my mom always uh, every time a new one would come out we'd all watch it as a family and it was like a tradition but she sat us down and really showed us like that movie was really an opener for me to be like oh this stuff's actually real people can actually literally take you and you, there's no going back and yeah it's awful. It was it was definitely very very heart wrenching to interview something like that because it is a, like a very heavy subject and at my age I'm not really I'm not really experienced in the interviewing world so I just basically <laughs> that, sat, a, I just sat her down one. yeah I just sat her down I was like listen I have this I want to know all about it absolutely and the video did very very well I was very surprised at the feedback so now I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna have a part two part three Great. part four. Well, I'm happy that you're using your platform for good and like trying to raise awareness with that. That's great. That's, That's the only thing great. I can yeah. do because I mean, I can, there's only so many outfits and makeup looks that you can do. you know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. So you got to have a little then bit of substance. You get, that's, that's what I'm saying. You have to have yeah. depth to you because if you have depth to you, then like broadcasters want you. People want you like because they know, oh, this is your story. This is how right. you work. And you're not just a, you don't just wear cool shoes or you wear cool outfits. Like you actually have a, personality a depth totally. to you a life to you totally i've i've personally noticed that because the amount of times that i've walked into broadcasters and they've been like okay you're okay you have a cool instagram you wear cool shoes but what's the actual depth that's when you have to be like oh well i do this 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 and this and that's yeah. what, if you can answer that question and be like oh i don't just make youtube videos or oh i don't just put on makeup tutorials i'm actually trying to change the world yeah like that's what they, that's what you grab them <laughs> totally no totally i mean okay well yeah no, I, I agree with you 100 percent. it's really important to have depth yeah. you know and like i do a lot behind the scenes that i don't even talk about uh on camera or on podcast microphone right that but everybody does yeah of course and it just I, I really think it's important to give back not only to the community that supports you but like to things that you believe in like like what mm-hmm. you're doing and that's that's amazing and i I'm, think I'm proud of you i think that. giving back is like the only way that i like it's like a stimulant for me almost like yeah, if no, i feel like if i'm not like if i'm not able to share something with the world then what's the point of doing what i do snakes zombies sharks heights speaking in public the list of fears is endless but while you're clutching your blanket in the dark wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward. Don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. It's the Breakfast Club, the world's most dangerous morning show. Hey! Angela E is kind of like the big sister that always pokes you in the forehead. That's not how it goes? That's not how anything goes. Yimby's really like a robot. One of the best DJs ever. Believe that. Charlamagne is the wild card. And I'm about to give somebody the credit they deserve for being stupid. I know that's right. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Listen to The Breakfast Club weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on 106.7 The Beat. Columbus is real hip-hop and R&B. Now I feel really bad because I wanted to ask you about sneakers. <laughs> oh, no, let's do it. Oh my god, I, to, I love I love so, fashion. I love anything sneakers. So anything. from what we just talked about, right? It's very important to give back to the community, to be a good person, and especially like when you're given a platform to use it for good. Right. It's great. So now, let's talk about more of the lighter things. Yeah, I love you it. Know? Yeah, is, <laughs> so, I'm glad we got that out of the way now. So now we can have an actual conversation. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> of course. I mean, nonetheless. This is, like, yeah, this is all a conversation. It's great. It was great. Um, and I'm happy to hear all the things that you're doing. It's, it's amazing. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. It's hard, but I mean, I love what I do. Good. I'm happy to And I that. love dressing cool. And I love feeling fly. 
All right, so let's talk more about that. <laughs> so what what got you into sneakers? Because I mean, like I've followed you on Instagram for a while now, and I've noticed you wear like a lot of cool shoes, a lot Thanks. of cool sneakers, a lot of Jordans. I think you were working with StockX for yes. at one point. I, I still I work with them. That. They're great. They're still yeah, like, a great company. Me too. And so what got you into sneakers? I've always loved fashion and I've always loved shoes. Like I would always go in my parents' closet and steal her my mom's boots or yeah. whatever it was and my mom always had like i always loved her style because she was like a very my mom's like a rocker chick and then i think what well, I, I feel like when i bought my first like pair of like air force ones or like one of the original nikes that was when i was like oh wait i i i love sneak sneakers because they were comfortable and because i'm so tall like i'm six feet tall so whenever i wore like heels I, I mind you i love being taller i love heels and i love boots i wear them all yeah. day <laughs> but i feel like with sneakers it was almost like i it was like this community and i it kind of started honestly on youtube i i found this kid Gian, do you know who giancarlo is who giancarlo oh Pl- giancarlo first Car- yeah so, blazing yes so <laughs> yeah so i remember going on youtube somebody was telling me about the hype like the hype culture on YouTube and yeah. I had never really explored it to that extent. So I went on YouTube and I found Blazendary mm-hmm. and I was watching his videos like, oh my God, this kid's young. He's striving. Like he's really going at it. And I thought it was so cool. Yeah. And I would, I looked at his sneaker collection and I was like, <laughs> this is crazy and the yeah. fact that he was doing it for his job i yeah. thought was so interesting yeah and i remember messaging him and i was like hey i want to do an interview with you whatever i actually haven't met him like in real like i guess you would say in real life yet, yeah. but we've talked right. and i just thought it was so cool and i think after that and then i found and then i i started becoming friends with this kid blake and you know who blake linder is yeah of course so i, I, met, know, I, I met blake when i was younger and he was always like suede you always wear the coolest shoes and i'm like really and he's like yeah like do you know how like crazy those are and i'm like what do you mean he's like those are like one of a kind and i i had no idea that what what i was really wearing because i i bought them because i liked the way they looked Mm -hmm. and i've always kind of stood by that and after that that was when like the off-whites came out and like the prestos came out and like the blazers like the Mm -hmm. i'm not good with the names i really (laughs) i really am not good with like the the logistics of it but people noticed that i really loved sneakers and that's when like companies finally would like reach out and be like hey we saw you in these sneakers let me send you these and then it just kind of became this like thing on my instagram that like i was like the hype girl like i I didn't it didn't really turn into that because Half the things I was wearing, I didn't even know it was like a th- like hype. Yeah, I was just I bought it because I enjoyed it and I thought it was cool. Yeah, and I probably f- saw it on somebody else that I thought was interesting. Yeah, <laughs> but it didn't really turn into this like thing until probably about a year ago. And I've I mean I've I've always loved sneakers. I've always always loved them because they were comfortable. And if I wasn't wearing heels, I was wearing sneakers during the day. And I've always I've always done that. Yeah. But I've always been like a Nike or like Adidas girl. Okay. So. Well, are you ready? I'm going to give you a quiz. Ready? Oh, I'm. No, I'm just okay. kidding. I'm, I'm, just, I'm like, wait. This I'm not going to put fun. you on the spot like that. I'm totally but joking. No, that, that's I'm how, totally and joking. Then, and then after that, it was like, I found this like community on Instagram, like Blake, Blazendary. Like there were so many other people that were doing it. And I was like, this yeah. is, and they're like literally flipping these shoes. They're buying these shoes for a hundred bucks and flipping them for 1200. And I thought it was like <laughs> the most, it, and then that's when I found StockX. Okay. And then I really learned about. And then I sat down with Louis, you know, Louis Castro. Yeah, yeah. Sat down with Louis and he was telling me like this business and ha- and then he told me, oh yeah, the shoe, the shoe market's like a stock market. And I'm like, huh? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, shoes go up and down. I'm like, I thought shoes were just at one price at one point. Right, rate. yeah. Like I didn't know this was like a game. <laughs> yeah. And then he step like took me through the step-by-step process on StockX. I started working with them. They really bumped it up to like the next level because they were like, okay, suede, here's the budget. Pick right. your whatever shoes you want. Right. And I remember I got, like, I remember my first order, my first StockX order. <laughs> <laughs> I picked the the Travis Scott, the ones that have the, the you can change the swoosh, the uh, lows. Travis Scott Air Force ones. The, yeah, the Air Force ones. Mm-hmm. I got those. I got the Prestos. I actually sold my Prestos because I never wore them. Oh, the off-white Prestos? Yeah. Okay. And then I got... Um, Which color were they? They were the white ones. Okay, the all-white ones? The all-white okay. ones, yeah. Yeah. And then I think I got... 
Oh, the Kith Coca Cola Converse. Okay, that's what's and up. those were I, I I love them. I just love the look of them, and I brought them home, and my mom fell in love with them. She was like, "Oh my god, sweet, these are so cool!" And then you could like detach the. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, we just thought they were the coolest thing, and then yeah. after that, I started posting those, and then people were like, "Oh my god, she's a hype queen!" I'm like, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I mean, just being in an industry that's so predominantly dominated men. by men. Yes, my following is eighty five percent male. And yeah, the other Isn't, percent women. But eighty-five percent yeah. male—that's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. You know, that's another stigma I like to break. Like I yeah. wear, I wear men's shoes all the time. Like yeah. I, I think all the Travis ones are men's. I think they're men's, but the, who who cares if they look good? Then why don't yeah. you like what? And I, that's why I think people kind of like that because I would wear like literally I wear the Prestos and people were like, wait, yeah. But it's kind of cool. Like it, I, I liked it. To- so if I liked it, then I mean other people liked it. Totally. And I love getting compliments like on my sneakers. I think I, <laughs> that was like, I think my favorite thing yeah. because when like guys are coming to me and be like, oh my God, you look so like your outfit is so cool, but your sneakers. Yeah. I was like, oh, sh-. like yeah, it was de- like de- definitely like instead of just like another Air Force, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're but, definitely going to get more male attention by wearing sneakers. Yes, but <laughs> it was cool. That. Like, I thought yeah. it was so cool. I'd go to the club and, like, all these girls were wearing heels and I would be the one with, like, the fly sneakers on. All yeah. these guys are like, oh, my God, look at her yep. sneakers. Instead <laughs> of, like, oh, just another, like, another heel. Yeah. I'm a, kind of a tomboy. I'm, like, a tomboy, but I can also go very girly girl. Okay. So, it's, like, if I'm out with my friends, even if, I mean, it depends. Like, one night I'll be out with my friends just having fun, pure fun. Yeah. You're not going to see me in a like a club dress and heels i'm not doing that unless i'm have yeah. a movie premiere or i have something that i right. actually need to you know get ready for i've always had this like very casual kind of street style look yeah and i've just kind of ran with that and i mean it's been i must be doing something right <laughs> <laughs> i no, made it this far great. so <laughs> so what would you say your favorite sneaker is all-time i think favorite. my all-time favorite sneaker is probably just like playing like wild my air forces because i it's funny i have this girl that actually customizes them for me oh that's and dope. she like I've gone through like seven pairs with this lady, this girl. I think she's like 16 years old and (laughs) she bedazzles them for me and she bedazzles the swoosh and then she writes my name on the side too. And those have been my favorite right now. I wear them all the time. That's awesome. Because they're fun and they're like, it's a little twist on like a normal shoe. Yeah. But I also, um, I love my off-white, my all-white they were like this they're like this but they're the off-white ones and they're all white oh off-white uh jordan ones yes the european exclusive. those are my favorite shoes that i own those are fire probably those are very sure. expensive and i got them from StockX. thank oh. you StockX. love you <laughs> that's funny those are for sure my favorite and they're also i get so many compliments on them every time i go out i want to get the new dior ones that's the next i'm trying yeah. to get maybe you can help me with get a hold of those <laughs> right those, those are a little steep right they're gonna be pretty expensive but i think um yeah i love any i love off-white and i love the like he's so talented and i think virgil really like broke another wave in the sneaker industry after releasing those yeah no absolutely i mean um right now it's just kanye virgil and travis literally that's pretty much it right now and like the travis's um I remember how many shoes does he have now? Crazy. Uh, well, let's see: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So insane! I think it's crazy Eight. that that that's considered hype. Like, isn't like a <laughs> collaboration? Yeah. Just a collaboration with a celebrity makes a sneaker go up thousands of dollars. Yeah. Like it, I, that doesn't. I think that's crazy. Like that's like. To explain that to my mom, like when I got the off-white Air Forces in the mail, yeah, I was trying to exp- like my mom was like, "Wait, all like, how are you getting all these sneakers? They're all so cool, but they all like are like similar. Like they're yeah. all like, I'm like, mom, you don't, and like trying to explain to her like, oh, this is this, this is. She's like, oh, they just look like another white sneaker. <laughs> I'm like, mom, these are yeah. three thousand dollars shoes on my feet. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah that was always hard to like explain to my parents like oh these are like the height like Mm -hmm. and they look the exact same with maybe a different stitching or whatever yeah but it is funny how brands work that way yeah i mean same thing with my family like my family never really understood it yeah i mean they kind of get it now it's funny because very much like you like uh, i'd show a sneaker to my dad and he'd be like oh these are like whatever and i'm like yeah those are like a thousand thousand dollars or whatever expensive and then he'd be like what you spent this much money on a shoe <laughs> like and you know like, total, it's an investment yeah no it totally is so yeah that's funny well it's interesting because like i said it's all guys it is all wearing, guys and i want nothing 
less than to have more girls in our industry. And it's like, because I feel like, you know, girls like you yeah. who, you know, can influence younger girls to also wear sneakers because not yeah. only are they more comfortable, I'm assuming, than heels. Absolutely. I'm assuming they're more comfortable. And you can run away faster. <laughs> you know how many you know how many times that saved me if like I'm in a dangerous situation or oh, I just geez. don't feel like you know how many girls behind me they're like, eh, can't work? <laughs> then there's me just booking it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, that's well, another perk of sneakers. They are functional. That's why right. they're sneakers. But I've always been like yo like we need to have more girls in it right you know it's a family kind of it is the sneaker culture is very like family oriented and i love that like they all hang out with each other they all make content together they all are like oh what's the next draw i think it's i think it builds excitement and i think it's a really cool i mean it's for sure an outlet for these kids absolutely yeah because they're that's their side hustle yeah i mean the culture it's really interesting it's like not very welcoming you know yeah okay as a guy. absolutely you know for, for lack of like a better word i would say <laughs> sneaker culture is a lot like a dick measuring contest okay it's like oh yeah uh do you have these no dude oh, no. oh i have those oh i have these in dead stock uh, oh yeah oh. But, but you don't like you know and, and i and i always i always thought that i know that's a very crude way to put it but it's just it's true that that's what i don't like about it's the competitive yeah, it's that's like what, if, that's you, don't, don't if like. you don't have the pretzels you're whack yeah I'm, I'm, I'm the type, you know what i'm saying yeah, i'm the type of dude i let all my homies wear my shoes if they want right. i don't care like you know i mean certain ones but they keep them in, <laughs> and they the, some of these kids keep them in glass boxes and then they buy three of the same pair and they just let them sit until i'm guilty whatever. of that too i'm not gonna lie i well, am yeah, I, I bet. I mean, <laughs> but, if, but if, i wear at least one of them so right, it's okay. you have to at least enjoy it a little bit well, I, but also part of it is also the investment you that's know? what i'm saying so it is it that's really why is. i have those too in the i book. look at clothes the exact same way though yeah too. like i it's not just sneakers that i love i do love like very like clothing pieces so so would you say that you're into like high fashion more or streetwear it's it's both yeah i like i like high fashion and i do like streetwear too it really and i also like normal like clothing stores yeah uh, it it really just if i'm gonna buy a statement piece of course like it's gonna be of course something that i love of course but with like simple stuff i mean i I work with so many brands that i'm like hey i need a few simple tank tops just a few simple (laughs) this to just like add in whatever but i've always loved fashion i've always had a passion for it and that's I mean, in the future, I 100% want to have like a clothing brand. Totally. I 100% want to have like my own shoe. I think that would be so crazy. Yeah. Um, you think there's going to be suede on the suede sneaker? Suede on suede, of course. <laughs> it's funny. I know. That was such the a other stupid day joke. I was wearing, the other day I was wearing suede and I was like, look, it's suede on suede. suede. <laughs> Check the back seat. Check the back seat. All right, come here. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the backseat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. So what would you say like your main inspiration behind fashion would be? My main inspiration... Honestly, it's pro- it's the internet. Like I, it's weird to say, but like a lot wow. of my, like, and also my people who I grew up with, like my sister, I always loved her, the way that she dressed. Um, but I think social media, especially because the way that I grew up on it at such a young age, yeah, I was constantly following these bloggers and these YouTubers on social media, and I just, oh, I like that. Okay, cute. Oh, I like this too. Okay, I'm gonna try to put this together. I'm still finding myself to this day. Like there's certain things that like I look back a year ago that I balled out at barney's for no reason i look at those pieces and i'm like why would i ever buy something like right that? yeah <laughs> like the amount of like like band tees and like just like stupid purchases i've made over the past few it's years okay, we're it's all like, guilty you look back i'm yeah. like why would i buy a tie-dye shirt like i was looking at this i'm I, no hate to the brand i love amiri and i love everything that amiri does everything that he does is insane but i bought this tie-dye shirt for 500 dollars at barney's when i was like for 15 years old and it just says <laughs> amiri on it and i'm like why would i do that right it's just a tie-dye shirt yeah but because of because of the brand i guess but now it's like i don't even like brand like i won't ever you won't ever see me in like a something that says unless like right something that's big and over the top i like to be like because that's way more of a flex like it's it's only if you know you know yep absolutely i'll actually be i'll actually be impressed if you know what i'm wearing i'd be very impressed let me see. I like the sneakers. 
The pants are fire too. Wait, which one? Wait, which one should I get? The sweater or the pants? Whatever. Just well, no. The, the shoes like. That's his like, own thing. I would be surprised if you knew what brands I, like my sweater and the pants are. Maybe the sweater. I'd be very impressed, actually. Is it high fashion or streetwear? High fashion. High fashion. The sweater looks like it could be like Burberry or like. I'll give you a hint. It's a Japanese brand. Okay. Or oh, oh, um, Japanese. It's tough. Uh, that's why I said I'd be I'd be impressed because I like Japanese. shit. I like sh- how Japanese? you were saying like you were like if you know you know that's like is it Kesubi? It's not Japanese. It, it, <laughs> if, wait, if you say it, I'm, I'm gonna be like oh capital. Have you heard? Of I've capital? never heard of. I've never heard. You never capital. seen. You never seen the brand with like all the bones and stuff like. Oh, I like. Oh, I like the bones. That's cool. Yeah, like the back is. Let me see. Oh, fire! That's so cool. Yeah, so I like. I'm I like that you know, though. You know. Right, me too. I'm on the same. Yeah, it's like if you know, that's way better though. It's way cooler. Yeah, because then, then like you can wear something, and like the people that actually know will be like, facts. Well, and I, that's way better than like, oh, cute. Like, oh, it's another Balenciaga shirt. Yeah, no, exactly. And I, I'll put you on at this brand because th- this brand actually won the um, best female brand oh, no last way. year. Yeah, uh, for 2019, it's called oh, Sakai. I've heard of it. Yeah, S A C A I. Yes. Yeah. It's a dope brand. Really? Like it's dope. Oh, like, I, I mean, look, to at, look at the pants. website. Like, no, I know. I these love pants is those. fire. Right. I wish these you guys could see. This. Right. <laughs> do you see this coat? Like, right. oh, do you remember that Kanye? Uh, no, what is it? Anyway. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> do you see this coat? Do you see these pants? But yeah, I, but yeah, I'm like, I'm into. If you know, you know. Yeah, exactly. And I just love the fact that I can just wear something that, if you like, if the person knows, they know. But if they don't know, like. These pants could look like they still look fire. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. Actually, these pants I get the most compliments on. I love them. It's really interesting. I think they're great. I like the dark green too. Yeah, shout out, uh, but I think my boy Dre for putting me on. I also pay for quality too. Like, there's oh, a yeah. lot of things that like you feel and you're like, okay, why would they charge that much for it? But then when you really, you can tell like, okay, you can buy this shirt at Barney's for okay $150 but you can also buy this something similar at Target for $10 but in the long run this one the Target one's going to cost you more than the one you bought at Barney's because this one's going to rip in a week and you're going to have to buy another right. one and another one and another one Yeah, totally. and if you just buy this one this is going to last you a few years and it's like the quality so yeah. I think that's also another thing that I also like when I'm shopping I also do a lot of online shopping like I don't really go into stores really I can't do that I, I can't uh, shop online because I don't know, like especially in men's clothes. I I bet women's is the same thing, but like literally, I'll, I'll order a off white shirt that's a size large. And yeah, and it'll, it'll fit, fit like a small. It would or it fits like or a, or a big yes. or opposite. Yeah, it like it like you, a large could fit a small child or a sumo wrestler. Right, like you never know. You never know, right? You know what I mean. So that's why I don't like doing that anymore, especially because I. I, I can't even tell you how many times I've ordered something and it didn't and it's, fit. Yeah, the wrong size. So for me, I love going to the I store. I love going, yeah, I'll go into stores, yeah. but also just like malls and things like that. Oh my God, it's such a, it's like, so, and you never <laughs> know what you're it. looking for. Especially, yeah. I'll go to a mall if I'm like in for one thing yeah. and one thing only. Yep. But I can't just be at the mall and be like strolling around. No, I'll <laughs> go crazy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, I've always loved fashion. And then I feel like with learning beauty and like being up on, growing up on YouTube, there was, girls that definitely influenced me like as who, a kid. who would you say some of those were um i would definitely say back i mean back when i was a kid it was for sure like the top youtubers at that time which was like amanda Steele, which i look up to so much she's been there from the start of my career and she's she was one of like the original like original youtubers um and now she has her own clothing brand like amanda Steele probably or maddie bragg she was another beauty like influencer on youtube and these are all the girls that i watched growing up that i was so inspired by and now like they're my closest friends that's which awesome. is like the craziest thing ever that's amazing because like 12 year old me would be screaming right now <laughs> um yeah but yeah i think i just like i don't know i would go and like i always just kind of followed the trends especially in like when i was in elementary school and middle school i would always just like see what other girls were wearing see how i can make a twist but buying pants was always like the struggle for me because i was so tall like i would all, all the my pants would chop off at like my ankles so like there's certain brands that like I love and like I'm a die for like this brand IMG that I'm a good die for because mm-hmm. I every single thing is amazing. It fits me incredible and her pants are so long that they fit me. Like she makes <laughs> stuff specifically for girls like like me. That's which awesome. Is the best. So it's always nice finding those clothing brands that you're like I root for you. I'm there for you. But I definitely want to work with them in the future. Like I want to. That's have, awesome. I want to have my own collection with them. That's uh, in the future. So. That's awesome. So, 
So when you say like, because you mentioned you want to have your own clothing brand or like Absolutely. a new collection, like where do you where do you see yourself in like five years? I think in five years I'm gonna be 23. I'm I hope to have my own yeah my own clothing brand. Have my like be able to you know still inspire other kids and build Suede as like the biggest brand as I as I possibly can. That's awesome. Like I got the LLC now. I just gotta build. It. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you know. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so um, yeah, I definitely want. I don't want to give away too much, but I think just like my name, let alone like just suede. I just want to run with that That's for sick. like as far as I can. That's awesome. Whether it's coming out with makeup products, whether it's coming out with eyebrow co- products, like people follow me because people love my eyebrows because they're so big and bushy. And I got, <laughs> I got bullied severely like when I was a kid for how bushy and like big my eyebrows were. But now it's like a trend. So it's true though. Isn't it weird? Like even it like, all comes first. I'm telling you, it comes full circle. It will. Oh, yeah. And it always will. Fashion. Anything. Uh, yeah. Like even certain like genres of like music always come Even, back to yeah, agreed you know what agreed. i mean it's really interesting it is it is especially when people take samples from certain songs and they put it yeah. in the intro and then they add the beat and then yeah it is well, crazy do, do you think music had any sort of impact on 100 percent on, on like, like your, absolutely your swag but i feel like music and fashion go hand in hand yeah like there's not there's not one big artist that's on the charts right now that isn't fly i listen to a lot of like hip-hop i love like i listen to like artist? hip-hop and like pop like i can go from like lady gaga lana del rey halsey to like Roddy Rich Gunna Young Thug <laughs> like within seconds. So, so you you wouldn't have like a favorite? Who would your favorite? Oh be? my gosh, that's so hard. Wait, yeah. wh- which wait, what genre? I guess I guess Just I guess all time. Um, I can, all time. Okay, how about all three? time. Three. Like of all time, Lana Del Rey, one hundred percent. I okay. just love her. Okay, everything that she wrote. Oh my god, she's a queen. And then so that's like more like pop. I guess you would say. I I also yeah. I also love Lady Gaga. I think she paved the way and just like the way that she is and how like how much of an activist she is. Yeah. She just did this interview with Oprah and it's all about mental health. If you ever get a chance to watch it, just look up Oprah and Lady Gaga. I highly recommend anyone that's watching this to go watch that yeah. or listening to this. Those are like probably like timeless inspirations. But like right now, I love Miley Cyrus. <laughs> I think she's a queen. She really came back. She snapped yep. back. Mm-hmm. I think Roddy Rich is it's crazy to see him blow up. Yeah. Because I've been listening to him for years. Yep. A lot of my friends are artists. A lot of my friends make music, which is awesome because whenever yeah. I get to whenever something comes out, I'm like, Oh, I get to use it. <laughs> Whatever. But yeah. I think it is crazy to see the way that like the R and B culture has changed and like the hip hop culture and the rap culture, like that's really taking like over. Yeah. Like just to see Roddy Rich number one was like the most crazy thing for people in the music industry because he is rap and you would normally think that Taylor Swift would have a number one or Selena Gomez would have a number one. Yeah. But it's like, no, these, this, this new generation is really coming up, but also it's like TikTok is the reason that <laughs> these songs are going. Yeah, it's a whole, too. It's a whole nother yeah. ball game. Yeah. So if these, if these people in the music industry aren't thinking like, if they're not thinking in the back of their head, if the, is this song going to be big on TikTok, then they shouldn't be <laughs> yeah. in the music industry because yeah. that's like the next thing. Yeah, but absolutely. I don't know. I, I think music and fashion for sure go hand in hand. Definitely. Like I, I love music. Too. If it wasn't for music, oh my, music is like the most therapeutic thing. People love to listen to like what I listen to, which I think is cool too. Yeah. That's why I'm always sharing my music on my Spotify. I think be, like tapping into the music industry would be super cool in the future. Yeah. Like whether it's like DJing or something. I think music is something that's really important to people's lives. You know, it really invokes it uh, and emotion. It, and it, it, like, it's like the mood. Yeah. It like sets the mood. If you're getting in a car and you want to set the mood, the music is like the first thing. Well, yeah, I mean, music had such a big impact on my life. Without 100%. Kanye, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be where I am today. It lets your emotions out and you don't even have to do anything. I know. Like you can, like you can listen to a whole album and you're like, oh my God, I feel so much better because I just let all my emotions out. But you were just listening to someone again back to like what we were talking about back to someone that's relatable you uh, even in the music industry you have to be vulnerable you have to tell your story these biggest artists are big because they're telling their real life stories like through their music yeah i used to when i was younger like growing up i would always just block my emotions away like i was a like i'm an aquarius so i like i'm a very i'm a very like everything just kind of like run like i'm a very unemotional person my mom and my sister are wow. both pisces so they'll they, they cry they whatever when something happens they sob i'm like i just like it's things just kind of go past me that, that's why i feel like music it helps me to like actually come back to like reality and actually have feelings and have feels like sorry and feel this because when i was 15 like making the money that i was and doing what i was doing i was bulletproof nothing nothing could get like passed right here even my parents like 
I put my parents through so much growing up. And now it's like, okay, well, now I got to do the exact opposite. Now I got to get back to them. Now I got to make sure they're taken care of. They're good. Yeah, of course. Which is something that like I never thought I'd be able to say. But I mean, I'm so blessed yeah. to be able to do what I'm able to do and help everyone around me. Yeah. yeah. So maybe maybe you should start like a series on your channel where you do something with music. That'd be interesting. Yeah, but that's very interesting, but also copyright like reasons. <sighs> I forgot about that. That's the worst but part. I could, I, the, uh, I'm sure I could find a way. Right. 100%. There's, <laughs> there's, uh, I think you can only use like 15 seconds of each song. Yeah. Maybe I can just c- compile like a bunch. I actually used to do drive with me videos where I would just sit in my yeah. car and drive and mm-hmm. then put my music on my playlist. People love those. I think the 15 seconds thing is not true because I had one video. They demonetized it because right. there was two seconds. Oh, wow. It was two seconds of a song and they, and they copyrighted it? So you know the, um, the Curb Your Enthusiasm yeah. theme song? Yeah. Like, so I, you know how that was a huge yeah. meme. So I made a meme with that song, and it was literally three seconds copyrighted. Wow. Yep, taken down. I, I, I lost all the money for the video. Wait, it got taken down. No, it didn't get taken it? down. But, it, but it, yeah, I, I meant the, the demonetization yeah. taken away. But literally, no money from that video. Wow, that. I had no crazy? idea. I, I try to, st- I try seconds. to, I try to keep my music like on. I get it on SoundCloud. Yeah, I get well, the I get the music on SoundCloud, then I convert it to an MP3. This is for all you YouTubers out there that want to find music. This is a tip. Oh, SoundCloud, for find sure. it on SoundCloud, and then go to like a website that like converts it. You can just look up like MP3 converter, yeah. convert the file, then you drop it into Final Cut Pro, <laughs> and then you then you're cool. And yeah, it's fine. And you can also make it slow mo, mm-hmm. uh, like make it slow mo just by like a half a second, and that'll make sure that it's not going to get demonetized. Like I know so many people that like will get like a mainstream song and mm-hmm. they'll like slow mo it by like just a little bit, mm-hmm. maybe like half a beat, and it's fine. Wow! And they don't get copyrighted, so th- there's definitely ways to go around it. But I just I I, I couldn't risk it. I just, I just feel like because that I was so pissed about that. Absolutely. I was so mad. Of and course. The, and like I've had one video. Uh, it was crazy. So I had I did a video on Soldier Boy. Yeah. And there was an interview that I used. Is he locked up? I have no idea. I think so. I think I'm assuming he hasn't posted anything in like six months. Oh, wow. But I took a snippet from one of his uh, interviews. Right. And legit, the second I uploaded it, it turned yellow and then said copyright. Wow. And I was like, what the hell? So then I I had to do a voiceover, which was funny. But like literally just a soundbite from an interview. That I is got crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I know. Maybe they're out for you. Maybe YouTube's out for you. Just Maybe. Because <laughs> I, I mean, I've never really dealt with something... Because I don't really use music like that. Mm. I just kind of like it's more vlogs. All and more uh, like the craziest thing is all my music is all is all like original. Like uh, I had a friend who was giving me some beats or yeah 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 you know. But I was just baffled by the three seconds of the Caribbean. Yeah, that is That's crazy. crazy. That, yeah. yeah, I mean people go through that now. I mean especially because music is such a different. I mean I don't really I don't know a lot about it. So yeah. I only know like with me. I'm able to make a video and release it and it's out to the world. With yeah. music, there's a whole, it's a whole other ball game. Like seven people own one song. Like yeah. I, my videos, I own all the, like I own my videos. Yeah. You own your videos. Yes. You own your podcast. Mm-hmm. With other people and like the music industry, five people can be on one song. They own it and then they, and then, and then somehow the like the label and, comes yeah. in and then Manager. they demonetize it on your channel. It's just like a whole bug. I don't know. Yeah. That's why I think making your own. That's why I just started making my own music. <laughs> Shit. That's what's up. Right. You know, uh, Suede Brooks DJ coming out soon. Coming soon. Stay tuned. Wow. The, <laughs> we talked about a lot in this. DJ this Suede. Great. Yeah, this is, has been great. It's been great catching up. It's we been haven't had so like a, amazing. We haven't had like a real conversation. Literally. And I love talking to people. Like I love getting like deep with people because it's like, it's, I think I think it's interesting and I love learning other people's stories. Absolutely. And especially with you. I mean, it's been a long time. I know, isn't it? It's crazy. And when when Small he world. when he reached out when he reached out and he's like, hey, I want you to come on my these podcast. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> yes. Shout out Blake. Yeah. Love you, Blake. I know you're gonna listen to this later. <laughs> I love the one that you did with him too. Oh, thank you. That one was crazy. Yeah, we it's talked really about cool. like all the counterfeit. Um, that's why I that's why I brought it up because I was like, I had no idea that that was even a. It's crazy. Thing. Yeah, that's a whole different conversation. But yeah, thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for and having me. Of course. I mean, I it, hope you guys enjoyed this listening. If there's anything that you could leave the listeners with, mm-hmm. whether it be just plugging yourself or just like yeah. something you want to share or. Um, you know, a good piece of before advice. we end this my name again my name is suede brooks any of you watching this follow your this is so corny and cheesy but it's so true it's okay like follow your dreams and don't let anything stop it like literally just do it and like that's straight out of nike 
and like i tell people <laughs> that all the time because it's true like yeah people overthink things way too much and think that oh i can't do this because i don't have this resource or i don't have this and this and this but at the end of the day it's like you're the only one stopping yourself and that's what Facts. i've taken with me my whole life and also don't put other people down like for what you're respect. not gonna get nothing out of it respect my instagram suede brooks <laughs> there it is uh twitter suede brooks oh actually no my snapchat snapchat's way more lit than all the other platforms snapchat suede brooks one follow me it's my fave <laughs> well make sure you go check out suede and all her various uh, or youtube is also YouTube's the main one well yeah you can follow, anything's just look at my name suede brooks it's not that hard yeah so go check her out thank you for coming on thank one you more for time. having me i'm so excited we just have to do this again yeah, yeah maybe it'll be my podcast and then i can there we go wow now we're now we're talking podcast announcement this is 2020 things <laughs> 2020 goals well amazing well th thanks again for coming on i appreciate you we'll definitely have to have you back on legit check but you know I it's would... called legit check i like that thank you i appreciate I it i really like that do you have the legit check on your instagram <laughs> yeah of course finally i feel like for the longest time you weren't i know i know i finally got it like last year wow now lucky. you're legit that's so funny that's yeah verified <laughs> well anyway guys appreciate you guys i'm um, gonna catch you guys thanks next for time listening. on legit check Peace. Toodles. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public. The list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward. Don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council.